Hey guys, and thank you for choosing For All We Know. As always, my name is Michael. Um, we've got on here JB. We've got on here Brandon and Blake today. And uh, we're going to start on some sad news today. Uh, as most of you have heard, we have lost another one in the music industry. Um, Mac Miller OD'd. Um, and it's, it's, it's a topic that I felt like needed to be brought up because... For me and JB and Blake, really, the our high school, uh, I don't know how much y'all listened to him, but I definitely did. I had one of those super cool thumbs up, like blue t-shirts of um, most dope and stuff like that. So I just, I wanted to bring it up right at the beginning and get kind of the the sad topic out of the, out of the way. Now, um, Blake, did you ever listen to him growing up? <clears throat> yeah, uh, <clears throat> a lot more towards like the end of high school, but... Um, cause I guess that was actually about the time that he was like getting a lot bigger. Right. Um, I honestly can't, like I can name a couple of songs. I couldn't tell you what they were if I heard them, but I, you know what I mean? Like, but, um, yeah, like there were a couple of songs of his that I really liked, but there was one thing I was going to say that I, I thought was kind of crazy that I saw. It was either on Instagram or Twitter or something where like that, I think the guy he collabed with for his last album um, he was talking about how it's crazy to see how many people are like, oh, Rip Mac Miller or whatever, even though they were the same people like trashing on his album or whatever. So it's just kind of one of those weird, like, you know, ambiguous viewpoint things where people are just saying shit for the sake of like being able to post on social media or whatever about it. It's even all just about like getting the attention. Yeah, they're trying to make it else. about themselves. Like they're trying to turn it into be like, oh, this and that. But it was... I want to see if I can find it, but it was basically, it was either like a co-artist or something on there. And I'm not really talking about listening to his music, but it was funny how he was talking. He was saying how people were like, oh yeah, like he should have just kept that album. Like it was trash. And then now that he's dead, everyone's like has completely changed their opinion of it just That's so that they're true. not like talking ill of the dead or whatever, which I get, but then it's also like really hypocritical. And I thought that was just an interesting point. Yeah. I, I totally get where you're coming from because there's a lot of people reaching out saying that they were huge fans or they were, you know, they used his music growing up or as a starting point to kind of start their career. And it's really odd seeing how many people are saying that he was so influential as being as young as he was being only 26. Right. He, he seemed right. to have touched a lot of people in the music industry. And um, it's, it's tragic to see that happen. Um, but Moving on to uh, another topic, kind of keeping it around our, our younger years. Now, growing up, I always ended up having to go to like a summer camp that I absolutely hated, and I refused oh, to yes. stay overnight, right? So there were a few up there uh, where I grew up in Fort Worth that I I would go to, and we would do outside things, which I absolutely hated, you know, horseback riding and <laughs> like hiking and like shit like that. Is there a time in your life that you think back to a summer if you if you had to bring one up what would it be like just a summer in general well yeah just like if you're thinking back to your childhood summers what would be one that you you would immediately think of oh like the most stereotypical childhood summer i mean sure it could be the whatever I, comes to mind the one i i immediately think of is i think it was my very first boy scout camp which for those of you that don't know, it's it's like you get there Sunday night to whatever camp in the middle of BFE, and you're there until, I believe, 
the next Saturday morning, and then during the week you do all your like merit badge things and stuff like that. But of course, you know, you're you're like legitimately camping. You're in like a wall tents, and you know sometimes they have pallets as floors that you would have on or whatever to be off the ground. But I really remember the very first one I went to because it was at uh, Sid Richardson Scout Ranch, which is in it's. I think it's it's like between Runaway Bay and Bridgeport, but it's right. on this like huge ranch, and it's off of the highway. But we're talking it's like twenty miles down a dirt road off the highway, so you're like it's weird because you can still hear the highway, but you're legitimately in the middle of nowhere. But anyway, I remember that one because specifically it was you know it's in Texas, it's the middle of July, which is the hottest possible time of year for that, and. I remember it vividly because it was my first one, but it was also like I think two or three days into it, the it, we had I think the the worst storm in that area in like forever, and of course you know we're in these tents and they're like military grade tents, but still they're it's just tents with like flaps and stuff. There's not like a door or anything, and I remember the camp lost power so. The mess hall had no power, so we had to eat, like, the food that you didn't have to actually heat up. And then, because it flooded so much, the sewage system overflowed and was, like, flooding the the, the parade grounds. And, of course, you know, it's 105 degrees outside, but it's also 100% humidity. So it was... It was like walking through a swamp at this yeah, point. Yeah, no, I remember but, it because... But being it was... surrounded by, like, dirt and mesquite trees. Oh, yeah, and then aside from that, you also still had to go out and, like, do crap all day that you like didn't really want to do. And I mean, it was like fun, but I don't remember it because it was fun. I remember it because it was kind of miserable for at least the first half of it. Well, and that's crazy to me is because you went through that as your first experience and then you ended up going on to being an Eagle Scout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually it was like a trial by fire thing, I guess. But, um, cause the next year was fine. We went to New Mexico in the mountains and it was like 75 degrees and, Aside from getting dehydrated really easily and then having to walk uphill like every single direction you went, but yeah, no, it was it was it was a very challenging uh, summer camp because looking back on it, I enjoyed Boy Scouts a lot more than I did back then. But you know, it was you know obviously you know being older, you can be like, oh, well, I'm glad I did that or whatever. But during it, I was did not enjoy it. It was or at least the the summer camp part of it for that one. That one was awful. The rest of them were okay, but that one was just like. Horrendous. Well, and it meant so much to you to become an Eagle Scout that you got it tattooed on your shoulder. Now, I've pointed <laughs> this out to you before. I think it looks like a big turkey, but you swear yeah. that it's an eagle. Well, and it wasn't it, – yeah, it was one of those where it wasn't supposed to be for the Eagle Scout thing, but I felt stupid, like, getting a tattoo with, like, no meaning behind it, so I kind of, like, bulk bullshitted a reason into it, so – and. <laughs> The reason no one can tell it's an eagle is because it's not flying. It's like, you know, it's it's not nesting. I guess it's roosting or whatever you would call it. But, like, you know, its its wings aren't, like, outstretched like a stereotypical, like, military eagle or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, you can't. And it, it's, like, perched? Yeah, it's perched. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, it's perched. But, I mean, if it's, like, it's a bald eagle. Like, the coloration is there. But, of course, in high school when I got it, or actually it wasn't high school, it was right out of high school for college, I had, I think, $150 in my bank account, and I spent $120 on a tattoo because I just 
thought that was a really good idea and like you know made really smart decisions financially but yeah well because michael you remember that when i first got it it was just the outline right so yeah well it was just the outline for a long time yeah it was just the outline for probably like two or three years honestly and it was really easy just to be like well because one of our buddies in high school um I remember he saw it and he's like, that looks like a, a pigeon and it's, it's nesting on, or, you know, whatever JB said, roosting or whatever on two lotuses, but they weren't colored in. So, and you know, lotuses have that weird, like steaming thing in the middle of the pod that looks like an Oreo. And <laughs> I don't know if you remember who said it, but it was in pals and, uh, he was like, what did he say? He's like, that looks like a pigeon on an Oreo tree. And I was like, well, crap, I didn't think about that. And now I see it and it looks like, it looks like that. And then now that I got it colored, I had like this kind of abstract coloration to it. But the problem is it's like a gradient of the color scale. So it's not colored in realistically. It's just like the outline. And then there's like the gradient. So it goes from like different shades of like blue and green. But now it looks like, <laughs> it looks like, some ripped pigeons sitting on two artichokes. So, <laughs> hey, it's the thought so, that counts. Yeah, I mean, I like it. It's just, yeah, it's it's a weird. It's not the hardest one to explain that I have, but well, it, I think it's funny. Is growing up, you know, very religious parents I had, and it was always a tattoos aren't aren't a thing because your body is a temple and. Everything oh, like yes. that, and With I was mom especially. I'm guessing. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. you know, my dad has two full sleeves, oh, yeah. chest piece, back piece, like his down his legs, his fingers. Yeah. I mean, literally, he's yeah. since since 2013 when we graduated high school. He, I think, he had six at that point, and now he's a majority of him is covered. I'd probably say close to 70 percent of his body is covered now. Yeah, um, so he's got a lot in a short amount of time, right? Right. When we were living in right outside of Austin, he found a tattoo artist that he really liked, and he went with this really cool, like, ocean theme. And um, don't get me wrong, it's all really well done. It's mm-hmm. just, of course, there's a lot, and I have nothing against that. I plan on getting a ton more. I've only got three right now, but breaking it to my mom, I, I told her I was thinking about getting it, and she was incredibly upset about it. And I just, you know, I just went out and got it. And then I told her, like, hey, it's done. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. And I don't regret doing it. I regret going to the place that I did because you've seen it, Blake, and Brandon. You, it's it's really oh, – one on your chest. Right? Yeah, it's really, <laughs> oh, yes. really sad at this point. You know, it, yeah. I like it. I like the design. But the lady who did it, she did a really, really terrible job. And it, the craziest thing was it was in a, a tattoo shop that shared a building with a company that was only open Monday through Friday – and my 18th birthday fell on a Sunday, and I went there and get it to get it, and there was no AC. My birthday's uh, at the end of July, so it was like 105 degrees just in the building, and oh, it was rough. the first tattoo I'd ever gotten. I'm sweating bullets, laying in my own puddle of sweat, and I was like, lady, I got to stop. Yeah. <laughs> so my younger brother is with me, and he, I was like, I got to go outside, get some air, and I made a really bad mistake of laying on the concrete outside, which was still cool. In the hot and cold, like, I was about to pass out. 
Yeah, like could, a shock hit you or whatever. Right. And my brother had to get me up and like give me a walking around because he's like, oh, you can't pass that on me, man. You yeah, gotta finish yeah. this thing. So the See, other it, ones that I've gotten have been great, but it, it's the the religion part that my mom kept on for so long. But where you saying, like, oh, I was gonna say like with your chest one, it actually looked pretty good when you first got it. It, but it wasn't until after the fact that you're like, oh, she just had no idea what she was doing because and it I, faded I didn't even realize super quick, right? Until, like. It, well, no, no, no. It really didn't start until like about two years after the fact because I've had it for th- for five years now. Oh wow! Yeah, it, yeah. it's crazy that. how quickly it goes by. You know, I've got the one on the inside of my arm I've had for three years, and then the one I got on that I have on the back of my arm I got with you, Blake, was in uh, the beginning of this year. So I've kind of yeah, spaced them one. out pretty good. Which I that think one's my just, favorite one. Yeah, that one looks good, but I think it's just part of a uh, you know. Growing up and coming into your own is the first tattoo you have. It just it has to be awful, you know. Whether <laughs> know it's a, an eagle right. that looks like a pigeon, right, or, you know, right. some words that you can't really read anymore. Or, right, right. You know, not that's like a good point, Brandon. <laughs> do you have any? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I've got a couple. I mean I'd my first one. I mean I got I was just turned eighteen as well, and I mean I'm thirty four now, and I still have not shown my grandmother. <laughs> so I'm like. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure she's seen it, but she's like, you know, that's the devil. She doesn't and, want to acknowledge it. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, so, but it's yeah. I've got a few now. Then I've got one on my wrist, but it's like she just kind of ignores it, like it's not there. She doesn't bring it up, you know. Right, so, right, right. Well, I mean, for the most part, Brandon, your watch covers you. Wear a watch twenty four seven. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, you really can't even see it there, but that's even the thirty four man. I'm like avoiding it with my grandmother. So, right, right. Well, there's no, I don't one. Know. There's one that I have that I haven't shown either of my parents yet because it's like, it's not bad. I just don't know how they're gonna take it. You know what I mean? Because it's, I don't know. Well, it's my like most you also, one too. you also have a a tattoo of a walrus drinking a beer that you got in Australia. Yeah. Like full well, color on your yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's a it's a dugong, which is actually an Australian manatee. Oh, which, I apologize. Yeah, which the only difference is the tail is like a dolphin and not like a big like plate, which in the tattoo you can't tell the freaking difference. So really, there's no difference. But <laughs> but yeah, I love that one. Now, Blake, <laughs> what, did, growing up, were your parents as strict as you know mine were for like the tattoo stuff? Or like, well, I mean, just just religion. I don't know if we've ever talked um, about this. Just like religion in general, or like they, your body I mean, is a temple, stuff like that. Well, I mean, my mom and dad both have tattoos, so, like, they really – they didn't have anything on that say. But, I mean, obviously, my stepmom is super religious, which, I mean, like, I have no problem with. You know, like, I I am religious or whatever, and, like, you know, it was like that. But we were never <clears> – <throat> we didn't have any, like, super strict guidelines we had to go by just because of, like, religion. Like, it wasn't like, oh, you can't watch Harry Potter because it's witchcraft. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't anything like that right. bad, but – they they were strict in other senses, like the fact that like World of Warcraft actually. The reason I couldn't play for as long as I could is because they were like, "Well, it has war in its name. Like, do we really want to be playing something that like that?" And it's just like, "Screw off!" Like, you know, like <laughs> so much worse. Is okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're you're okay with me watching freaking you know Harry Potter, which isn't bad either. But it's like, right. I think it was the fact that video games is what they were against. Like, and it wasn't even so much my dad. It was a lot more my stepmom. Which I understand now, but I mean, at my house growing up, we didn't have internet at the house until I was 18. So, like, 
there wasn't really much to do out there. And I know you're thinking, oh, go outside and play or do something else other than that. But usually, like, on the weekends, I would go and work for my dad or my stepmom. So it's like the free time I did have at the house, I wanted to be able to play video games. But it'd be one of those things where I'd play for, like, 15 minutes, and she would walk by and be like, oh, you're still on that thing. And it's like, I just got through the first main menu. Like, let me live my life. But, yeah, that was about the only strict thing on that and I know for you Michael like your mom was more strict and I guess it wasn't as bad as it could have been because you didn't live with her but well, I, I mean that's interesting stuff on that see I lived with her from I mean really my parents separated when I was two and then um my mom got remarried when I was about to turn five and they've been my mom and my said that have been together since then but um Really floating back and forth, you know, it's my dad was way like they're complete opposite people. Like right. in every every sense of the word opposite, it, it's that's what it is. Like you really um, wonder how they got married in the first place kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were together for a long time before they got married, too. Um, they were I think they had been together like four, maybe five years before they got married. And they didn't have me until they were in their 30s. So they really waited. Yeah, and I, my, my dad's been married five times since then, too. So really nothing has worked out in his favor. But, yeah, my mom was very picky about, like, literally everything. No no Harry Potter. You know, it was like Blake was saying it was a struggle for World of Warcraft because, like JB was saying, Warcraft was in the name. You know, they were just really picky about all the content that I was able to watch or listen to. No secular music. Nothing like that, but I lived with them until my till 2008, and then I moved with my dad out to the town that I graduated high school from um, with Blake, and uh, you know it was just one of those things that I didn't I didn't really notice it until I moved into the little town that we graduated from um, with with my stepmom. And it was like uh, it was a whole different world with my stepbrothers and everything oh, yeah, like that because like they the are wild. The welcome to the jungle in that household. Oh, like, oh for God. sure. They're, our stepmom was still throwing parties and stuff, um, like parties, not like oh we're gonna have a get together. No, like parties. Like we're like gonna everybody's get trash up, get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. Um, so yeah, it, I went from very very, um, you know, religious setting going to private school and everything like that to you know us going and taking our our ag teachers um blazer out when we were you know in high school and yeah. no one had ids and then we yeah, yeah. took it to the lake and got it stuck and we were out drinking and stuff and it was just it was like it was a lot of shock because i didn't i had never done anything like that so it was weird to me but um yeah that we we can talk about that more later because that's a as Blake knows, there's a whole lot to that uh, that can of beans. But um, yeah, yeah. Well, and see, uh, I was gonna add one last thing to the the strict parent thing too is because we grew up in such a weird time, like with the internet as it was like evolving, like nobody knew what half the crap was as it was happening, like YouTube and stuff. Like I remember back in the day, there was like you could find anything on YouTube because you know there was like no no one was moderating it. It was just right. kind of like you could post videos here or whatever. So, and not that I would go up and, like, look up anything was bad, because, like, honestly, I didn't even know 
how to use it until I was probably 12, just because, like I said, we didn't have internet for forever. And when we did, it was just at like my dad's shop. But that was like, if we were up there or not, but yeah, I think it was weird having not like, I didn't have super strict parents or anything. I, I mean, I just was really a boring kid, so they didn't really have to be strict, you know? So like there wasn't really much for them to mediate, but, uh, yeah, I think it was because they just didn't understand the technology that we were growing up with, you know what I mean? Like there was no like, Oh, well when this happened, when I, it was your age, my dad did this because it was like, Oh yeah, that didn't exist even back then. So like, they didn't really have any idea of how to like, like how do you parent around that? You know what I mean? Well, it is funny now that we are, our parents were so afraid that we were going to get abducted or. Oh anything. my God. And right. It's yeah. To the, to the point now where we can use an app to have pizza just delivered to our house by a stranger or have some oh, stranger yeah. pick us up in their car so we can go get drunk at the bar and we don't think anything of it. You know, yeah. it's, it's weird how technology changes. And that's one of my favorite memes is about how, uh, I think it was actually someone on Twitter was just like, man, I really thought growing up I'd have a lot more strangers asking me for drugs than school had me think they would. You yeah, know? Right. Like, <laughs> they make, yeah, they make it sound like everybody's going to try and abduct you and molest you and just sell you drugs. And it's like, I don't think I've ever been approached, even at this age, for any of those things. You know what I mean? Like, Because like, for one, a smart drug, like a druggie isn't just going to go around being like, hey, you want some drugs? I mean, like a drug dealer will, <laughs> like, you know, like the whole, oh, the first one's free, they get them addicted kind of thing. But I mean, <laughs> it's, I just, yeah, it, it's funny that, well, I mean, I mean, I don't know if it's just Dare was so unaffect, like, ineffective or whatever. Like, I know y'all remember Dare because that was like our childhood or whatever, but they actually like defunded it, I think, because I don't know if they just proved nothing was happening or what, but yeah. Sorry, total side note thing, but yeah, go ahead. Well, I, no, I, I, mean, I mean, I know I'm still waiting for uh, the free drugs of Halloween, man. Like, where are those? Right. Oh, right. They, they like always like, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Can I get some free drugs of the candy, please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's like, if you're telling me I can just go around getting free drugs, like, I wouldn't have to work, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm a drug addict, I'm just, I, I'm... I want to let people know that I would be selling the trucks. I would not be abusing them to just clear that up. It's good to know that your ethics are in place. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to ruin my life. Like, right. <laughs> but yours is okay. It's fine. Well, Brandon, I know you're about 120 years old, but what was it like growing up without, like, the Internet or, like, electricity or running water? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that wasn't so bad. It was having to walk, you know, uh, 20 feet in the snow to get to the to – get to the, uh, outhouse oh yeah you know you <laughs> got to take the uh, the ice pick to to the block yeah you know just so you could take a dump you know that way to just sit on top i mean it was it was tough <laughs> but we may do we may do no but in all serious i mean we didn't get internet until man i was like a junior in high school that's and like that when like we actually got in that right? was dial up yeah, yeah. It was dial up it, but that's where i mean i already grew up in a small town anyway so I mean, it, they had it before but you know, dial-up internet where, I mean, you're happy sitting there for 10 minutes just to get to a page, and then you have no idea what you've been looking for because you have right. no idea what the internet actually is. Exactly, right. It's just, hey, here's this great thing, but, okay, so, I'll be, yeah, I'm, you know, a junior in school, so what I'll use, like, let's go find some porn. Yeah, right. Know, uh, sure, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's not videos, it's only pictures. Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah. then you print them out, you know, on the on the printer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, you just go to Google it, and image search boobs, you know, yeah. and you just you get yeah. what you can. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it was you got rid of the Playboys and you just had a had a box of printed out uh, pictures of porn, man. It yeah. was it was where it's at. And the best part is too is like you know, no one our age knew. Oh yeah, like the search history pops up the second you put the cursor in the box, you know. Like, we thought we were being so sly, and it's like, oh, we had no idea you could just clear the freaking history or, yep. like, delete <laughs> the cookies or whatever. And it was, yeah, like, it, it, that was the funniest thing to me. Because old school Google was like, a, it was ruthless. It was like, if you accidentally search something bad, accidentally search something bad, yeah. No, but if you, like, you know, search something, like, like, like I said, if you just go boobs, you, I don't think you could delete it, like, in early Google. Like, I think it just saved it to, like, your history. See, so, y'all are talking about Google. Like, that's, man, that's way in the future. I'm talking about AOL yeah. dial-up. Oh, you yeah. You put the disk in the computer, and Born you got the da-da-da-da, you know, yeah. that's... Now, see, we we did have that, and I remember it was always risky playing any kind of game on the Internet, because if we got a phone call, you lost all your, like, you lost the entire whatever you were doing. Oh, yeah, that was, we had that, um, and I would play, like, either RuneScape or uh, Club Penguin. You know, back in, like, sixth grade, like, Uh, 2005, 2006. And, yeah, you would literally have to get off the Internet to do make a phone call, and I would constantly get yelled at. Get off the computer. i got to make a phone call. Because, like, cell phones phones were a thing, but it was, like, my mom and stepdad refused to call unless it was at night because they got, like, free night minutes or whatever the promo was. So they would, like, refuse to use it. And it was the worst because, like, that kind of started my interest in actually, you know, getting on the computer and learning stuff about it. And it was, like, constantly getting kicked off. And then they were like, all right, well, we're not going to use this anymore, so we're just going to get rid of it. You talk about age difference. So y'all play Club Penguin. I played Oregon Trail. Nice. So, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Taking that back a little bit. So when your parents Guy had cell phones, I, ha- I had one. And I still remember, that, you know, hey, if you left your county, it's roaming. Roaming charges, you know, right. and so I left. I left high school and I moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma. So, but I still dated a girl that was here. So I remember getting the first phone bill after being there, and it was like six hundred dollars oh, uh, from calling this girl. And I was just like, <laughs> so I just well, immediately called her, and I was like, okay, we're breaking up because yeah. I, do I can't afford this yet. Well, and that was back when you like were paying per minute too, basically, right? Oh. Like. You would believe we there's still people paying per minute. Yep. Yeah, that's just crazy to me that it's – I guess that's – but I say that. I used to work with a guy that he had two phones. He had, like, a burner phone that he would use if he couldn't afford his, like, smartphone bill that month. So he would just, like, turn the one off or deactivate it and then just, like, have his little flip phone with, like, Boost Mobile account on it or something like that and weird situations. Like, I, like, I struggle to pay for stuff, but I'm I'm glad I'm not in that situation where I have to have, like, a phone that if I use it in public just makes me look like target number one on the FBI's most wanted list, you know? <laughs> well, did you see yeah. that, uh, did you see that Nokia came back out with their, like, bar phone? Yes. Yeah, yeah, and they were saying, like, people, a lot of people were actually contemplating going back to it. Oh, tons of people still use flip phones, my man. Tons. Yeah. Oh, way I bet too many. My dad would probably get the Nokia bar phone. Like he hates having options that are unnecessary. So like he's very much about the whole like if it answers the phone call and it lets me send a phone call or a text every now and then, that's fine. And like he had no problem just playing Snake, you know. 
if he got oh, awards. Yeah. Which honestly, I dig Snake. Like that was my jam. Which it's funny that we get on to parents nowadays. Like if you see them in the grocery store and the kids like on their iPhone or whatever, and we're like, oh, that's just terrible. But then I remember, you know, when I was that age, or not that age, but a little bit older, but. I remember actually playing on my mom's phone and just playing Snake. And, of course, that's, like, all you could do. Or, like, yeah, I'm trying to think any other – like, what other games were there on those? It was basically just Snake, right? Snake, oh, right? Brick, brick, brick Buster, especially the BlackBerry. If you ever had the BlackBerry, you used oh, to yeah. the ball, you know? Yeah, and BlackBerry had the golf game on it, too, I think, if you had, like, a really, really high-end one with the ball. But, yeah. So- my mom had one where there was, like, an actual Star Wars game on there, and it was only, like, she paid for it for, like, two ninety nine or something. And I was able to play this little Star Wars game, and it was, like, the the simplest thing ever. You know, it was, like, high-tech for then, because right. it was, like, literally Snake or that. And I had convinced her to get it, but, yeah, I would just play that all the time because I was just bored. Like, you don't ever want to go to the grocery store with your parents growing up because it's the worst thing and they're embarrassing. Right. Uh, JB said, mm-hmm, like he's still getting embarrassed over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brandon, you're kind of in an odd situation because you're where you're living where you grew up, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, moved away for about 15 years and then uh, I moved back, you know, uh, when I became a single dad with my two kids, man. So Dang. back to the little small town. So did you have any fun summers growing up there? You know, I mean, like I said, small town, not much to do, so it was just uh, just hanging out with your friends, you know, maybe go haul some hay every now and then, make a couple of dollars, but other than that, you know, football camp or baseball camp, and that's about it. That's not terrible. At least you had camps and stuff to go to, and it wasn't the worst summer. Yeah, not terrible, you know, but make do. I think camps are definitely a lot cheaper now than they are. I mean, they're a lot cheaper then than they are now. So my, my daughter, um, well, my little sister worked at a summer camp for girls. So she said she can get my daughter a discount to go over there for two weeks. You know, she's like, oh, it's going to be $800 off the camp. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, so that's a pretty good discount. So I'm thinking, you know, hey, I'll spend, you know, three or $400. And I said, yes, we'll do this and committed to her going. And then uh, I go find out that I still have to pay about $2,500 for oh. her to go. Oh, <laughs> America. For two weeks, so I'm like, this is the discount. Jesus, yeah, yeah. that's so. Yeah, I'll take is... the free football camp anytime. Oh, yeah, for that, sure. That's crazy. I wasn't. God, I'm just thinking about like when I was a kid. It wasn't even close to that expensive. Like, holy right. crap! Is this what kind of camp is this? Like, are they like flying jets or something? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'd be mean, just riding horses and, uh, you know, rock climbing and archery and just the basic stuff, man. But, yeah, it was $2,500 with a discount, yeah. Now, I mean, they're literally swimming in a river, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just super, super overpriced daycare for two weeks, basically. Absolutely. Now, J.D., where did you grow up, man? We I don't think we've ever talked about this. <laughs> we haven't. Um, this could be weird, but uh, – <laughs> It was actually in Kansas, so it was it was oh what was it called? It was like Olathe, Kansas. That's right. Uh, it was the most ghetto place to grow up in Kansas, as as far as you know how ghetto you can get in Kansas. It's not that bad, 
But, you know, everyone's like, instead of saying, hi, how are you? They just say, what's up? Like, that's, that's it, you know? Oh, um, <laughs> it was just, it was one of those kind of towns. Uh, I don't remember too much about it. My biggest memories or my, the memories I, you know, are easily accessible are the ones like after playing outside in the rain, cause it rained there all the freaking time. Uh, we would just go play some like Star Fox 64 and like Ocarina of Time, you know? And it was just, it was just such a good time. Cause I had a friend named Reagan. I just mooched off him like for a good two years. It was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that was basically it. Cause then my dad's, um, like work took him to, uh, California. And then I kind of grew up there. And then, uh, after that, uh, we kind of went back to where we were in Kansas. And then we got a, he got a job here in Texas and we've just been here ever since. And that's where you got your awful tastes because I mean, this is the guy that's saying that wow. in and out, you know, in and out is way better than Whataburger and, and Dr. Pepper's terrible and just. I never, okay, okay, back up. I never said Dr. Pepper was terrible. No, no, no. Coke's now, just better. I, I no. did, I did hear you say that the terrible Chinese buffet here is better than Chick-fil-A. Because it's true. Whoa. Just fighting words. That's bold <laughs> look this is the thing chick-fil-a it's like hey we got cheaper fried chicken like you can get fried chicken <laughs> anywhere and then chick-fil-a is like hey we can mass produce it and make it a little bit less crappy you know it's like i'd rather just go to a place that you pay a little bit extra and you get way better quality than going to chick-fil-a and paying like seven dollars for a burger and then some decent fries like their fries now, are the best part of that where you're you not buying burgers at chick-fil-a well you're not telling me that that but that chinese buffet is good quality man like cats are missing around <laughs> because of this. <laughs> well, dude, like just compared to Chick Fil A, I don't know. Maybe I have something against Chick Fil A because when we first moved here, it was my parent, like my family, was just so hype about it, and we went all the time if we ever ate out. And it just, I got so tired of it; it was ridiculous. So, so you're burnt out. You don't dislike it. Well, I, it's a little bit of both now. I think, you know how if you ever think like, oh, I hate this place, you think it for long enough and then you actually don't hate it, but just for the fact that you want to be prideful, you're just like, no, nah, I still hate it. Like, you just don't want to change your mind about it. Like, that's just right. kind of how it is. And that's Honestly, why you still think that In-N-Out is better than Whataburger. That's no, that's just the truth. I mean, <laughs> the dude, the animal style burger, you just, you have to go to California. The Dallas one is actually pretty crap. Like, you can't, that doesn't count. You know, like you have to go to California. You got to get In and Out Burger because that's where it's at. Like a real In and Out Burger. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I can get that. So, um, you know, we've talked about before uh, that you know Blake lives in San Antonio area, and uh, did y'all hear about the lady who ran from the cops? Get she attempted a carjacking and then crashed the vehicle, and she had her infant in the backseat. What? Oh, no, really? Yeah, so uh, this happened. Yeah, actually, yeah. This happened not that long ago. Um, I, so I think this was like right after I moved here, actually. Right. Yeah, they were seen driving a hundred miles an hour. Right. So wow. she tried to. She ran from the cops. Tried to get pulled over, and then during the chase, she got out with her child, and then tried to carjack another vehicle with baby in car seat carrying it. And um, she finally got caught, but it was the craziest thing is just driving like a maniac. And no one had any idea that there was a child in there. And then watching the video, you can see her 
like get out of the front seat because the vehicle wasn't working anymore. And she just runs, opens the back door, and just grabs her child. And it's a small child. It's not like a three-year-old that's in a car seat. This is like one of those that you you carry the entire car seat with you because it's it's so small. Right. So she was definitely on those free Halloween drugs is what you're saying. Oh, hopefully. Hopefully (laughs) we can blame that in that she's not that dumb to actually try to run from the police with her child in the back seat. So she was she was um, driving down the wrong side of the highway, weaving in and out of traffic, and this was yeah this was all not even that far from us. So absolutely oh yeah yep possession of a controlled substance. So that hopefully that's uh that's the reason why and that she wasn't making such a bad decision. But what's what's crazy is on that that kind of that same note is did y'all hear about the guy that was running from the cops hijacked a car saw that there he actually hijacked a car with a baby in it and then he saw it realized it actually stopped the car took the baby to someone to take care of it and then just got back in the car and continued escaping that's like, smart <laughs> yeah no and it was it was as bad as a decision as he was already making it was the best he could make in the sense that he was like hey if i drop the kid off i'm not going to be arrested for kidnapping on top of everything else that i'm doing no but, but the biggest like comment in the comment section where people were saying, man, the thief, like the car thief was a better parent than the parent that left their fucking kid in a car. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> while it was unlocked. That's not like, wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like that was the, everyone was like more mad at the parent of the kid than the guy that hijacked the car. Cause he was like, Hey, this is like a kid. I don't want to endanger this thing or whatever else was going through his mind, you know, but I thought it, I thought it was pretty crazy. So, uh, speaking of, of women, um, how much, how much do y'all know, <laughs> how much do y'all know about Amelia Earhart? Cause she's a, a pretty phenomenal woman from history and, and all the rumors and stuff that went out, went around after her plane disappeared. Yeah, when yeah. She was Has trying she to make landed that. yet? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like, the, it's like, it's like the, the jokes I, you make well, when something gets thrown up well, in the air. It's like, is it, it ever going to come down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The most yeah. I know about Amelia Earhart is everything from National Treasure 2. Or, no, it was not National Treasure. It was, uh, what was it, um, Night of the Museum 2. Like, that's all I know. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> oh, yeah. right. Yeah, I totally oh, forgot oh, about that. And wasn't – was it her that, like, one of her kids just, like, disappeared? Because I remember my, I don't uh, think so. Like, Family Guy made a joke about it, didn't they? Like, how – like there was a joke about how they flushed their kid down the toilet because like yeah. <laughs> because nobody knew where it went and I can't remember if it was Amelia Earhart or if it was like it might have been someone else but Michael I mean, you know the the joke I'm talking about right like I, I don't it. not that one like, okay and it might not be Amelia Earhart but I feel like it was because there's you know, people like that always have weird stuff that happens before their like mysterious death like Houdini you know like that guy did some crazy crap until he died. And the funny thing, too, is you all know that he didn't actually die doing that that one stunt, like where he was chained up. Or I'm I'm pretty sure because I watched this on Drunk History the other night, unless they were lying. But he died because he got like one of his organs ruptured when a fan like punched him in the stomach or something. Because, you know, Houdini had this thing where he could like he could take any punch and like be totally fine. And this one college kid was like, oh, yo, I heard you could take any punch or whatever. And uh, he was like, yeah, sure, sure. But Houdini wasn't ready for it. Like, he, he like, 
didn't he like they didn't count it down or anything. The kid just like immediately like uppercutted him right in like the liver or something, and it just like ruptured one of his organs, and that's how he died oh there. God. That was a really weird Earhart from Amelia. Weird Earhart. It was a, me- a weird. <laughs> God dang it! That was a weird whatever transition. transition from Amelia Earhart to Houdini. But yeah. Well, the cool thing I found out about Amelia Earhart is we actually share a birthday. Me, JB, and Amelia Earhart. So that's cool. Oh, oh for wow. real? Yeah, yeah. She well, was born July twenty fourth of eighteen ninety seven. Oh wow. Dang. God. That's weird because mine uh to date myself, uh a hundred years later, nineteen ninety seven. Nice. Is yeah, that's when true. I was born. So that's a century later. Wow, oh wow, yeah. So how, do y'all know the rumors and stuff about what happened to her after her plane went missing? Uh, I mean, I've, the rumors that I've heard is that, you know, she she crashed on an island like of cannibals and stuff like that. But Yeah, it's like some like indigenous nation or something, right? Or that yeah. was, yeah, the, it's, it's that was like crazy. the most believable was, thing or something. So the rumor is that um, she ran out of gas and she landed on something called uh, Gardner Island. Um, so it's it's now called something completely different of a, of a different nation. But um, there were there were pictures of someone who matched her description and her navigator uh, on a dock on this island. And for the longest time, they were trying to find where they had been buried because talking to the people that were on the island, there was a description of, of somebody heard like height and build and a gentleman with her the longest time and she ended up being buried but the crazy thing is and you don't think about it is like the levels of dirt that go like that accumulate over the years so they had to like date back to when they think she died and dig that deep and then dig under that to see like if they could find it what they did is i was i was watching a documentary and essentially they came in and where they thought she had been buried they would just they were like digging and digging and digging and trying to find stuff and you know it's they hadn't really tried to or they hadn't really said that that was her or him or whatever but there was also rumor that you know she got caught and she was locked into prison for a long time and it's i don't think really anybody knows but i i thought it was pretty crazy that it we you know we all shared a birthday and at all the stuff that she did and um you know she she left on that flight june 1st of 1937 to try to circumnavigate the globe. Um, but she was, she was pretty amazing at what she did. Um, now I didn't realize she was that old when she did it. I thought she was younger than that. Uh, no, it doesn't seem like it. That's crazy. She was 40. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I always thought she was like 25 or something. That's why everyone was like, Oh, she's so young and hip and now she's gone. Well, she did a lot of stuff before that. Well, that's why I think she flushed her kid down the toilet. Because, like, she had this whole whole life to live. Yeah, her her first record came in 1922 when she was the first woman to fly solo above 14,000 feet. So, and then, you know, flash forward 15 years and she was trying to travel the globe with her and just the aviator. And, you know, there's not enough technology back then to actually have found her. Well, apparently there's not enough technology now because we still lose planes, like enormous fucking planes. Yeah, like, wasn't it last year where we just lost one and they're like, yeah, we have no clue. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, there's been like one a year. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. She flew from 
Um, she was the first solo flight by a woman from Los Angeles to Newark, New Jersey. It was 19 hours. Wow. It just shows you how the technology has changed. Because, I mean, now you can take a, a plane from, like, L.A. to New York in, you know, a few hours. And it's, like, almost a whole day that t- she took. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's almost crazy. Almost a full 24 hours it took her to get there. Because she had no kids. I'm just a liar. <laughs> I, I Googled it, but I'm, now I'm just upset. Well, when you get your facts from point. Family Guy, I mean, yeah. it's... Well, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I was asking sure. the thing. I was, I was trying to get the actual... Or trying to remember the joke if it was her. Because I feel like it was that around that time period. Uh, maybe it was a Kennedy. Kennedy. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> well, now that we've talked about that, let's go to Blake for the niche sport of the day. Okay. I don't know if it's considered a sport, but I guess it's it's like a sporting event. It's, it's a it's a it's a sport in our heart, champ. Yeah, um, it's the I would assume y'all have heard of this by now, just or at least seen footage of this. But it's the Cooper's Hill cheese rolling in Wake, where they roll that. Uh, what they, they roll a, oh, yeah. thing, a big thing of cheese down a hill, and you have to try and catch it. But the thing is, the hill has like a thirty percent grade to it, so these people just tumble and like break their like arms and like shoulders and stuff falling down it because they're because you know the big cheese wheels it's literally a wheel of cheese as the name yeah. would apply but like they just have a whole bunch of people on the top of this big hill in like Gloucester England or whatever there's probably like hundreds of these people up at the top and they just drop I think they drop like two or three of these wheels of cheese and the objective is to chase the wheel and catch it but the wheel is going like 60 miles an hour down this hill, <laughs> oh and these people are running, and it's like they almost always inevitably lose their footing, and they're just cartwheeling down the hill. And they think they they either banned it or they had to stop sponsoring it because so many people were getting like hurt doing this event. Because like if y'all have ever watched Tosh.0, I'm sure there's at least like a couple clips of these people just eating mad like crap falling down this hill or whatever. But uh, yeah, they. Uh, so, so let me get a visual here. So you're saying that they roll a, a a wheel of cheese down a hill. Now, are the people standing like halfway down the hill, or are oh, these no, people no. Like, like running the at the very top of at the, the start? So essentially, when they let the cheese go, they let the people out. Yeah, yeah. No, it's so, like those. It's like those dirt bike gates. Gates where like there's everyone's like oh. pushing up against them, and the second they go flat, they just fly out. That's okay. essentially what happens here. <laughs> and so hold like, on. So it's not one person at a time. It's like a mass oh no. amount of people. It's, it's like they send like 200 people down this hill at a time. Holy shit. Yeah. That's <laughs> why it's, that's why it's like amazing to watch. Cause it's like, you're like, I feel like multiple people almost die every year. That's why they had to, had to kind of like stop. But yeah, no, they, yeah. <laughs> to give you the proper image, there's, we'll say at least a hundred people on this top of this hill and it is a big hill. Like, a large, like, it is probably, I would say I wouldn't be surprised if it was, like, a football field's length, like, from the top to the bottom. Oh, I'm and actually looking at a video of it right now. It's it's, yeah. it's massive. Yeah, there's at least 100 people up there. People are yeah. just eating it one way after another. It is steep. Like, it is a steep, steep hill. Like, I mean, it's steep enough for this cheese wheel to build up enough speed to, like, come just flying down. And, like, the the only the only thing you win 
is the freaking cheese wheel that you catch. Like, right. <laughs> so you don't even get, like, a second cheese wheel. You've got to get the one that's full of, like, dirt and rocks. Oh, yeah, that's the thing is you win the actual cheese wheel that just, like, came like a bat out of hell down this this hill. Bat out of hell. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and I think, I mean, you get, like, the title and, like, they'd be like, oh, what'd you do? Oh, I caught this thing of cheese <laughs> down this hill. But, uh. Oh. I would love to see somebody sit at the bottom trying to catch it because that would be. See, better. that's what I was expecting. Yeah, like but, a, a cheese wheel coming down at like sixty miles an hour, and you oh, just take it see, into the dome. Yeah, people would definitely die because <laughs> these are these are like actual cheese wheels where they're like wrapped in like wax. I'm pretty sure, like basically like 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 tire sized baby bell wheels. Yeah. Has are, anyone died is, from it yet? See, I I would have to say like uh. I, I would be. I would. Okay, let's see. Injuries. I, don't, yeah, I well, would. Why, I would. I would be surprised what? if someone had died because I feel like they would have shut it down then yeah. if they were worried yeah. about injury. The thing is, if someone died, that'd just be like a really cheesy way to die. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> yeah. You about to oh say god! <laughs> so oh, why yeah, are you so, finding that though? Uh, it was the Lindbergh baby, Like That's what it was. Yeah, the Lind. Okay, thank you for. Okay, I it, that was around the same time, right? I have yeah, no idea. Right that's the, that's the okay. blimp, right? That's no, the that's Hindenburg. the Hindenburg. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's the guy from um, uh, what's that show? Um, oh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the band. Breaking uh, that's Bad. Heisenberg. Yeah. Come on, man. No, no, no that's the ketchup. I think y'all yeah. just make us up now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> they they chased out after this cheese. I mean, who would yeah. have thought that was a Gouda idea? Oh my! <laughs> okay, you thought mine oh. was bad. Oh, yeah, I heard. That's oh, <laughs> uh, you gotta be kidding me. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, Mike, just keep going. You're on a roll. Yo. <laughs> oh, here's a fun fact: the event will continually get canceled due to lack of paramedics. But, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. But there's still it says there's still around five hundred people that show up. Are they like are the paramedics just refusing to show up? I don't know. I just I just don't think there's enough people. Like that many people get hurt. But what's crazy is it says five hundred people showed up in two thousand eleven to hold spontaneous races, oh, but that was like but, eight years ago. Yeah. But but it says no major injuries were reported. I highly doubt that. I feel like they didn't report them because they freaking died. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Like if you I watch mean, some of the videos, these people are like they have to be getting concussions because they're just ragdolling down the hill. I would love to see somebody try that, you know. But it's I don't know if it'd be me. I, I like uh, I think I would though, you know. That, right. It, it'd be, but it's one of those. The best way to describe how these people are falling is, and I know we've probably all had this at one point, you know, like when you're running and you kind of trip, but like your head has all of your momentum in it. So like your head is falling and you just are, you keep trying to get your feet underneath you, but you're still running, but you're like falling while running. And then you just inevitably fall down regardless, like right on your face, right? That's essentially how these people are, but they immediately do that, and then they just <laughs> tumble down the freaking hill. They just like scorpion. Yeah, essentially they're just. I mean, and some of them actually make it down a pretty good ways, but then like they'll get ahead of themselves and be like, "Oh, I got it," and then they'll just like get one wrong footing, and they're just like, and like their whole body just breaks as they just careen down this hill. Well, and 
But it is in England, if that gives any context as to, like, I don't want to question England's intelligence, but they are chasing a cheese wheel down a hill. Well, it's, it's, it's good that they're, like, going face first if they they don't have any teeth to lose, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> and that might be the reason why that they can't, you know, they don't have too many paramedics there because, you know, doctors there don't make enough cheddar. Oh, oh God. Jesus. <laughs> Accurate. Sorry. Okay. Oh, man. But I right, guys. wonder if there's a lack of paramedics just because they're like, well, we know they're going to hurt themselves, so is I don't know. It's like they feel like if they're going to be there, it entices them to do it, you know? True. All right, guys. Well, it's game time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this game is going to be who has more followers on Instagram. <laughs> oh, this is without actually looking on our phones, obviously. Without actually, no one can look at your phone. All right. So first one goes to Brandon. Now. David Letterman versus David Spade. Who has more followers? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, David Letterman on that one. Incorrect. David Spade, 1.3 yeah. oh, million. How does Letterman have less than that? That's oh, he crazy. Has, it's not even close. Like, does he even have a million? Uh, I don't think so. Does he even have an Instagram? Yeah. Of course he has <laughs> a lot. Why, why, would I, I, why would I make this and then not have an Instagram? How would you feel to be know. David Spade and have less Instagram followers than, like, the girls that just show their ass. You know oh, yeah. I mean? No one wants like, to look at David Spade. Like, he's an thing. actual actor. Oh, yeah. Well, he's the guy from, what, The Animal and, like, Fifty First Dates, like that guy with the blind eye that dressed up with a coconut bra, right? Right, and he was also in... Uh, no, that's, that's, not, that's not David Spade. That's not David Spade? Oh, no, no. no. Oh, no. David Spade's the... Oh, he's a the guy in Benchwarmers, right? Yeah, yeah. Black yes. Sheep and all that stuff, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. boy. oh, and uh, Joe Dirt, right? He's Joe Dirt, yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Absolutely. But still, isn't his daughter hot? Oh, no, in the movie she's hot. In the movie Grown Ups, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Grown Ups, right, that's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. All right, Blake, uh, Wiz Khalifa or Will Smith? Oh, man. Ooh. I I want to say Will Smith. Uh, that's incorrect. Wiz Dang Khalifa it. at 22.8 million followers. Uh, how much does that's Will Smith have? Uh, I think he had... 12 or something? I think it was a pretty big... See, the only reason I thought maybe Will Smith is because he's actually, like, really prevalent on social media. Like, he's exactly. always on Facebook, and I, I just figured it's Will Smith. But I can understand Wiz Khalifa because, like, his entire demographic has an Instagram account. Right. All right, JB. Yeah, I have no idea who David is, so... Um... Oh, Lord. Okay, Grandpa. <laughs> Wiz Khalifa. That's the building in Dubai, right? Hey, man, the same thing. When y'all were talking about Mac Miller earlier, I was like, I don't even know who that guy is. I never heard of that name until I heard he was dead. But right. I was sad about Burt Reynolds. I mean, oh. that's just. Oh, oh yeah. That, the that bandit, man. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one, that one was pretty sad, actually. Anyway. I'm sorry to be the hijack a game there. <laughs> yeah. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yes. Um, so no one has any points. No, no, JB, Katy Perry. Versus Kevin Hart. Oh, Katy Perry. Oh. oh, Katy Perry for sure. Good job, JB. Yeah. See, I feel like these should be a lot closer than they are, right? Like. So the these are going to get. But she wins immediately. So. These are going to get progressively harder. Okay. Uh, Brandon, uh, the NBA versus NASA. Um, I'm just going to go with the offshoot and say NASA. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Wait, that... Brandon. Really. NASA that, has more followers than the NBA. NASA has more followers than the NBA. Who would have thought that the actual 
basketball association would have an Instagram account. That's kind of like, like what do they post? Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I follow the NBA. They post all kinds of stuff. Well, Blake, to throw a wrench into your logic, uh, Nike soccer versus Adidas soccer. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I know that answer. Um, it's probably, oh God, is it, I feel like I know the answer, but I'm going to say Adidas soccer. That's incorrect. It's going to be Damn Nike. It. Damn it. I knew that was the easy one, but I didn't. I feel like that was too easy to say Nike. Okay, JB, Real Madrid or Manchester United? Oh. Uh, okay. Um, crap. I'm got, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say Manchester. That's incorrect. What? It. I was going to say Real Madrid. 63 million oh, oh, followers. Holy crap. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, enormous. Okay. Oh my god. All right, Brandon. Staples versus Sephora. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I know that one. Um, I don't even know what Sephora is, but I will pick that one. Let's go with Sephora. <laughs> Good guess. It is makeup. <laughs> it's a makeup brand. A, a, yeah. a very expensive. I was hoping it was company. Staples just to like. Oh yeah, to just, just so it, be the just be ironic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Blake. Airbnb versus Adobe. Oh, I know that. Oh no, I just looked that up. Like, like Photoshop. Yeah. Adobe. <laughs> um, God, I feel like I know the answer to this one too, but it's either t- I. Is it Adobe? It's not. It's God. Airbnb with 3.3 million. Dang it! I'm, I'm like not picking the obvious answer because I feel like it's too obvious. You know what I mean? Okay, JB, <laughs> you ready? Yes. Play-Doh versus Petco. Man, I, my heart says Play-Doh, but I'm going to go with Petco. That was correct with yeah. 403,000 followers. Okay. I think was a billion. I was like, how in the name oh. of Christian <laughs> God does that? All right. So Blake is out. Brandon yeah. and JB are tied at two. Final round starting with Brandon. Starbucks versus Saturday Night Live. Ooh. Uh... That's a tough one, man. I, you know what? I'm going to go with Starbucks because they have the app. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, it's 16.8 yeah. million. All right, JB. This is you either get this right or game's over. Okay. Legos. No pressure. Versus Levi's. Oh, Legos. Incorrect. Brandon oh, is our winner. That's winner, wrong. winner, chicken dinner. What's Levi up, baby? Levi's yeah. has 4.3 million followers on Instagram, which it's, I thought was pretty crazy. It's a jean company. Exactly. For one jean. Yep. <laughs> All right, Brandon, here's your victory lap, man. Pottery Barn versus Playboy. Uh, you know, I'm just going to have to go with close to my heart and say Playboy. Absolutely correct. All right. Billion followers. All right, Brandon, uh, go ahead and let's hear your dad joke of the day. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've been uh, been looking at this for a little while. So, what does every tickle me Elmo get before it leaves the factory? What does every tickle me Elmo get before it leaves the factory? Two testicles. Oh, oh, oh my, my god! god. <laughs> uh, wow, I'm shook. That's actually really good. Goodness, <laughs> <laughs> shooketh. Shooketh. So next time what we're going to run into is our Tongue Twister Tuesdays. Now, Tim was actually unable to join us today due to a, a prior engagement, but this is coming to you remotely previously recorded. So, Tim, I'm going to send you your Tongue Twister of the day. Uh, let's do this. 
That was a really easy one. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. Go ahead and read your tongue twister of the day. Six slippery snails slid slowly seaward. Six slippery snails slid slowly seaward. (laughs) Six slippery snails slid slowly seaward. Six slippery snails slid slowly seaward. Thank you so much, Tim, for your Tongue Twister Tuesdays, and we will catch you on next podcast. All right, guys. So thank you so much for listening into our third podcast. Um, Just to do an update now, in our last two podcasts, we have said um, that our Twitter handle was at, for all we know, TX. Now, um, funny circumstances came up. We actually didn't need that Twitter due to the fact that I did not do enough research on um, podcast names. So we are now... For all we know on Twitter, but it's F-O-R-E. I will have a link to our iTunes page for podcasts, and uh, we will post when we are going to have new content out. Uh, So give us a follow. We really appreciate you listening today. And for all of us at For All We Know, thank you so much.